Season 2, Episode 6, Defining Your Personal Style. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. So it's really easy to have good taste if you have a lot of money. Now, some people have great personal style just because they're wealthy. I mean, think of celebrities. And others have to bargain hunt. But you can still pull together a cohesive look either way. So, whether your fall wardrobe is straight out of the J. Crew catalog or a mix and match between designer and TJ Maxx, we have some tips for you. And that goes for interiors as well. So even if you're a mix between Pottery Barn, West Elm, and Home Goods, the best place to start, in my opinion, for defining your personal style is to think of three adjectives that you would currently use to describe your style. And so Jackie, what are three adjectives? And I gave her some time to think about this. So as much as like we would like to pretend that we just think of great <laughs> things to say off the top of our heads. This is not one of those times. <laughs> no. What are your adjectives though? But you were pretty quick to send them back to me. So I will say it didn't take you long. But you've probably thought about this more than the average person. (laughs) That's probably true. And especially preparing for this episode, even if I wasn't specifically thinking about it before you asked me, it was kind of in the back of my head anyway. um, I mean, we have a podcast about interior decorating. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We should know kind of what our style is. So for me, um, the three adjectives I would choose are comfortable, simple, and timeless. I like those three, and my three, and I think that describes you very well, my three are similar but different, and it's interesting how we don't have any overlap. I thought that we would have one overlap, and we kind of do, but it's interesting that we use different words. So my three are classic, feminine, and eclectic. And oh, yeah, that I, definitely describes you. Thanks. And I would say that the classic is similar to your timeless. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I went back and forth between timeless and classic. Pretty much the okay. whole like three minutes I wasn't answering you uh-huh. <laughs> was going back and forth between those. And then I was thinking because we talked about this as fashion and decor. Mm-hmm. Um, and my house I don't think is classic, but I don't see a lot of it going out of style. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much how I made that distinction. I my the and the three that I kind of thought about were traditional, classic and timeless. And it's funny because how I uh landed on the word classic actually came from my wedding uh, florist because she asked me for adjectives and those are very similar to the adjectives that I gave for our wedding feel. Wedding felt very you I mean as it should have but yeah I think those adjectives like showed. Thank you that's sweet. Just going off of those words I think those are important to think about whenever you make a purchase. So whether that's going to be expensive riding boots or your coffee table or wherever you're going to invest a lot of money in, but even for small things as well, like especially if it takes a lot of space in your wardrobe, like a coat, or if it you know takes space in your house, like a big picture, that you should run those three adjectives, put them in your phone and kind of run every purchase decision by those three adjectives like do they fit into one or all or none if none then you 
it's probably not your style, so don't buy it. <laughs> and this will save you a lot of time, um, a lot of money, and a lot of buyer's remorse. Because I cannot tell you how many times I bought something and then a week later, a month later, I'm like, why did I buy this? I'm never going to wear this. I don't want this in my house. And that uh, should probably go for seasonal decor as well. So, oh yeah. you know, we're starting to decorate for fall, and Christmas is so soon, I can't even. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> my Christmas decor is my favorite. <laughs> and it is interesting, because eclectic being one of mine, since the definition is, like, inspired by a variety of cultures <laughs> or <laughs> genres, anything could kind of fit into it, but I have a very specific like picture in my head of what my eclectic looks like and it kind of fits in with the other adjectives too so I don't think that you should have an adjective that cancels out another adjective oh absolutely Um, not yeah so try to you know so my eclectic might sound weird but all my eclectic things have to do with being classic or feminine or um, heritage is kind of like a lot of stuff with my eclectic things. I think of, you know, just being from the South, we have so many different cultures that make Mm -hmm. up the South. So we're eclectic by that, right? And another place besides your adjectives to look for inspiration is if you have any style icons, and this could go for fashion, haircuts, makeup, and house design. Jackie, do you have any style icons? I know I didn't tell you this before, but off the top um, of your head. Well, obviously, Joanna Gaines. Yes, I was going to say her. I thought that would, that would be um, one of yours. Not one of mine. Her, I love her, but she's not one of mine. But she's and like, one. I mean, yes, her house decor, and that's obviously the most obvious one. But she always, to me, like her clothes, she's put together, but comfortable and ready to work. And that's what a lot of my wardrobe is, too. And probably even her makeup routine as well. Because it's very simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not overly dramatic. It's very, very natural. One of my style icons, I guess you could say, but she's not my exact style icon, but I love Reese Witherspoon. That's no surprise. And (laughs) we have similar face shapes. So she's Mm -hmm. the only person that I've ever taken a picture of to like the hair salon and said, give me this hair. I've done that for like three or four of her hairstyles. And then Tori Birch, surprisingly, I do like her fashion, but her home decor is so my taste. It really is. I love it. Um, I also toyed around with the idea of putting chic into my, like, words, Mm -hmm. but I felt like that the classic and feminine, that kind of encompassed that. Yeah, I think chic would be too exclusive yeah yeah Uh, and I thought it would be too like hot couture (laughs) and that's not me (laughs) you know like a little much a little bit maybe I'm trying to think if I have any other fashion style icons I really like Coco Chanel and that probably goes in with my classic classic. yeah like the tweet oh Jackie Onassis for style for sure she's one of my icons for, I mean, not not fashion since she is more classic um, maybe than I am, but just her personality. I've always yeah. been a huge Jackie well, O her fan. Vibe. And I love everything about Grace Kelly. And this would probably fit in with your timeless um, is she has, you know, so many pictures of her on the beach and all these oh, yeah. you know, things and like on a sailboat. And she just looks so timeless like that. Those pictures could be from anywhere. So I love, of course, her and then, like, Audrey Hepburn. I love Audrey. 
Yeah, and those go in with like the classic and timeless, and I think that's where yeah. we probably overlap with those things. Like absolutely, you know, and I think nice that's why we have down. similar exactly, and we have similar um, fashion icons, especially for the older generation, yeah. maybe not more current. That's um, true. So Jackie kind of approached the subject more of like a more of an interiors way, and I approached it in more of a fashion way. But and I think it's really funny that we took different approaches without even meaning to. We're not going to talk about each one separately because right. I truly believe that your personal style should be shown throughout your whole life. Everything that you touch should have to do with your personal style. If that is, if you truly want to have this signature personal style, mm-hmm. absolutely, it should be. Yeah, I mean, your entire life, which sounds your desk. I mean, at work, you know, but... your desk at work, your car, mm-hmm. even. I mean, you can choose all these things as an adult you actually get to choose these things and you don't have to get the you know anything because it's trendy you can find the perfect thing that matches your personal style someone who's really good at doing this is um sarah vickers and kyle james patrick if anyone follows them on social media they everything about them exudes this new england lifestyle and they're very preppy but they would never use that word because it's not preppy to be preppy (laughs) (laughs) but they do a great job from their vintage cars every single thing that they touch is them and so they inspire me even though they are not my style she wears blazers all the time that's so not me but the way that she keeps things consistent and the flow it just is amazing how you know she thinks outside the box and she doesn't go for convenience she buys things specifically because they match her style so everything that you do can match it from your china pattern to your underwear or whatever (laughs) okay that might be going a little too far (laughs) it's totally acceptable to go to victoria's secret and get their five for 25 or whatever the price is now it's probably like 45 whatever's on sale and comfortable it doesn't have to match your style (laughs) yeah but if you're going all in if you're going all in jackie (laughs) okay which having your style um exude in every part of your life i think you'll be happier because you'll be more comfortable in your own skin you'll be more comfortable in your house yeah um, not, not only comfortable feel like yourself right not only comfortable but inspired and that's yeah. my whole thing i mean even the music that you listen to you have control over everything and so don't settle for ordinary because you're extraordinary especially if you listen to our podcast because we have some amazing talented listeners so yes we definitely do and you listeners this time you what you remember uh, to say listeners this time. I said viewers a few times, but <laughs> you go, Glenn Coco. Okay, let's start with colors. So picking your colors, because I think that is like, once you have your words down, once you have some icons in mind, think of your color palette. That's like the best mm-hmm. place to start, I would say. I agree, because that's harder to change. Um, not in clothing. I mean, clothing, you know, you just add another piece or remove a piece. But if you're painting your house... It takes a lot more effort to paint it to a different color palette. I hear barking puppies. Yeah, I don't know what's going outside. Like, I feel like someone's at our door, but I don't know. No big deal. (laughs) Normal life. Yeah. Um, So one thing, and Jackie, you talked about this before we started recording, but my biggest advice to start with this is just to look at your Pinterest boards or your like when next time you do laundry and what color do you repeatedly see? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the reason that you 
don't just go into your closet and do this because you probably have, like me, a lot of things that you don't actually wear. Yeah. But if it's your laundry, then you know you wore it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So figuring out your coloring is really helpful. Um, And I will say that the colors that you wear might be different from the colors that are in your house. Now, I happen to overlap because I love blue and I'm fair with pink undertones, blonde hair, blue eyes. So blue looks really good on me. It always has. And so that's like I did my wardrobe or I did my laundry the other day before I went to the Charleston retreat and my whole bathroom because I hang stuff to dry in my bathroom shower was full of blue blouses yep I go back with blue and gray yeah that's pretty much it but I love gold and yellows but I cannot wear them so I use those throughout my house like with brass fixtures and golds um, but naturally does not look good on me. Jackie, did your mom have the book Color Me Beautiful by Bobby Brown? I don't think so. Wasn't it by Bobby Brown? I feel like I said this and it like wasn't. I'm gonna Google it. I now hear that's, your dog. That's my dog, yeah. <laughs> Just taking turns. No, it Carol wasn't. Jackson. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was by Bobby Brown, but it's not. <laughs> or why you thought my mom had it? <laughs> well, I, no, I thought like that your mom may have had it because my mom did. And oh, okay. No, it I don't was, think she did. Okay, it was it was like really big back in the 80s, I want to say, mm-hmm. maybe even 70s. And it's a book that breaks it down into like different seasons. So you're either a fall, winter, mm-hmm. spring, or summer. And it has to do with your hair complexion. And then it, and I mean, not, <laughs> your hair colors, <laughs> your complexion. And it gives you like a quiz. This is before mm-hmm. like online quizzes. And then it gives I'm you a still a huge fan of book quizzes. Yeah, and it gives you a color palette to choose from. And it's like basically it gives you you can wear like every color in the rainbow, but it tells you which shade to wear. Like my sister, for instance, she doesn't look good in orangey reds. She looks better in like violet undertone reds, oh, like blue reds. So like yes. Yeah, so it, it just gives you, you know, every because I think she's like a winter. I want to say. And um, I, think- I just found colormebeautiful.com has an online version. So oh, cool. Like it. Yeah, it's a really good one for, that's for uh, clothing, though. Right. Um, and I have, um, I mean, not color- colors, but there is a really good quiz for your decor, too, that I'll talk about in a minute. Okay, cool. So that's all I have for colors is. Yeah, that's, I mean, mostly see what you wear for your clothing. Um, mm-hmm. For your home just look for inspiration. See where what you're attracted to. For me, like when I go to Home Goods, I go to the blue and white and the silvers. And so just look at your Pinterest. See what colors always, always make an appearance. And then when you're out shopping, just pay attention to where you're automatically drawn to. And chances are that's the colors you want in your house. Yeah, I agree even with if that. Yeah, yet. just like you know, zoom out from your Pinterest boards and don't even focus on the items. Just focus right. on the colors, and that's my best advice. Absolutely. So for patterns and textures, it's similar, mm-hmm. just like with the colors. And something that I had to be really intentional about with my patterns, and this goes for interiors and clothing, mm-hmm. is to be very, very picky with your patterns because there are a lot of really ugly patterns out there. And especially with decor, if you have too many patterns or if those patterns start clashing, 
you're just gonna be overwhelmed and you're gonna have ugly patterns thrown in the mix we will do a whole nother episode about pattern mixing oh yeah (laughs) um i didn't talk to you about that before but because i have so much to say we talked about it like in not recording we've talked about it for like hours yeah yeah, we've talked about this subject a lot, and I think it would be a great subject. But yeah. when I worked at the boutique, the owner of the boutique was a uh, architect, and she also had her interior design license. And oh, okay. so she taught me a ton about pattern mixing and the whole, like, there is very specific, specific formulas behind mm-hmm. pattern mixing. And so... I will say when you go to buy patterns, especially for clothing that smaller prints are much more professional. Yes, so if, if you have like a professional work environment and for the love of all things holy, please do not wear LuLaRoe, whatever uh, that's called, to work. Like, please keep that for working out, walking your dog, or running to the grocery store exactly. or whatever. Like, no LuLaRoe at work. You do not need to have hamburgers all over your leggings unless you teach elementary school but even then right I work in a really casual work environment and even it it would still be unprofessional yeah it is unprofessional to wear and you shouldn't wear leggings as pants unless you have a like almost knee length dress or tunic on that's my rule is it has to cover the sensitive areas I mean, your it, shirt. But for work. And then more. Oh, yeah, for work? Absolutely. For work. Yeah. And for like, work. I just flat out refuse to wear leggings to work. Yeah. And if it was like a dress, though, and you're cold, oh, yeah. I think that's fine. Or a skirt. Yeah. But if, no, don't wear that. That is not professional. So keep in mind, and that's going to dictate your wardrobe a lot, too, is mm-hmm. what. You know, how professional do you have to be? Are you a right. professional person? <laughs> and you know what? If your personal style is at leisure outside of the office, then that is great because you know what it is, you know? Exactly. So it's like, you know, and if you don't have to, but don't wear that in a professional environment. Right. And it's totally okay to have a work wardrobe yeah. and a weekend, you know, evening wardrobe. Mine overlap because I, like I said, I live, or live, work in a pretty casual work environment so I'll wear a dress or a skirt a couple times a month I could I have a lot of both of those things I could wear them a lot more often but I wear basically the same thing every day skinny jeans booties some sort of sleeveless uh like blouse and then a cardigan just different colors just go down the row I work Uh, for myself And then I'm a paint and wine teacher, and I probably dress more professional than a lot of well, people I, mean, I know. <laughs> today on your um, Instagram story, you were dressed more professionally than I was, and you were sitting in your home office. Literally was at my computer all day. But that's just who I am exactly. as a person. If I dress up, then, I, you know, dress for the job that you want or whatever. So exactly. for me, like, to be in my inspo space, mm-hmm. I have to dress up. And my mom raised me, this is a good quote, that why wear a t-shirt when you can wear a cute shirt takes just as much effort to put on a cute shirt as it does a t-shirt so you don't have an excuse not to dress up sometimes just saying. exactly exactly but you can You're be kind of oh yeah, yeah i mean that's you know you can be comfortable or whatever and i'm not saying my style's for everyone but there right. are times where you should dress up for sure exactly um, um also another wonderful quote from mama fraser <laughs> is 
it doesn't matter how you feel you dress up and you show up yes (laughs) that is so my mom (laughs) there's been a few times you know I didn't feel great whatever but I put a little extra effort into my outfit that day and it gave me a better outlook on life and every single time I'm like thank you Mimi true southern woman just put some (laughs) lipstick on and pull it together okay so more about patterns is you know just make a pinterest board about like what colors and what patterns you want to reference back to um some good starting patterns are plaids stripes polka dots florals those are pretty classic ones and be careful about going too crazy like do you remember that chevron phase um oh i still have chevron uh what's it called curtains in my living room i have my new ones picked out but i'm not replacing them until i paint that room so don't judge me guys no i do think i do think that like chevron in itself is not bad it's just like this is it was with these crazy colors my first my first season as a buyer at the boutique was like like the season after all that chevron mess Um, and everyone still had chevron everything for game day and it was awful i just remember like wading through the booths being like do not show me anything with chevron on it we have so much chevron in the back room and i'm gonna burn it i'm gonna set it on fire (laughs) like no one wants it anymore Exactly. (laughs) So be careful about making just like Jackie did. She made the mistake of buying a trendier pattern in uh, something that's not replaceable. You could do chevron pillows. Exactly. Right. Don't do a chevron area rug. Don't do a chevron curtains. And but Jackie, my new ones are going to be. Oh yeah, and they were like five dollar Target coupons curtains. No, so I don't feel bad at all. We needed something because um, it's in our living room and the window faces like the street. And when we watch movies, we like it to be pitch black. Pitch black. Cannot talk today. So, but I already have my new ones picked out. They are navy and white buffalo check. Yes, that is going to be so cute. So, so excited. Yeah, definitely That's stick with one of my main patterns in my house. Yeah. Yes, stick with more traditional patterns, just like classic patterns. And then you can go crazy with other stuff, you know, but kind of uh, decide, like, these are the patterns that I want to use over and over and over again. And like I said, we will do a pattern, an episode about pattern mixing another time. Just be careful not to overwhelm your space. Absolutely. Less is more. Exactly, which is why you had simple or simplistic, right? Yes, simple. Yep. Simple. Okay, so Um. my next little section is silhouettes. Mm -hmm. So this goes for both your interiors and your personal fashion. Your fashion is going to depend a lot on your body shape and on your modesty level. So necklines and stuff like that, that, you know, a lot of that's just going to depend on your body shape. Just find out what works for you. Think about the clothes that you wear again and again and again. What do you like about those pieces? I bet that a big thing is going to be the cut 
of the pieces, not Absolutely. necessarily the patterns, but the cut. So because it makes with, you feel good, it makes right. you feel confident, and you look you thinner. Know that you look fantastic, right? You look thinner in it. Whatever the reasoning is, it's comfortable. Those cuts are what you should keep buying, and then buy them in the color and patterns, and then you have your personal style. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. And then think about uh, furniture, the lines of your furniture. Are you mid-century modern? Are you Victorian era? Are you Scandinavian minimalistic? Whatever it is, you know, look at the silhouettes of the furniture. And for this one, this is that quiz that I mentioned. Um, I'm a huge fan of Emily Henderson. She wrote a fantastic book called Styled that teaches you how to create vignettes in your house and just really make your house like a showcase piece that you're still very comfortable living in. And at the beginning of the book, and she has it online too, so I'll, I'll post it with the Color Me Beautiful quiz. She has a quiz to figure out your personal decor style, and it helps you figure out what kind of furniture you should look for. Besides, you know, when you're going to a furniture store, you know, don't plan on necessarily buying something the first day. You know, the first day, look around, see what you like about pieces, figure out, be like, well, I like this leg, and why do I like this leg? Is it because it's a very, like, traditional shape? Is it chunky? Why do I like it? And, oh, it matches this that I like too. Um, But she helps you really figure out like what your main style is so you can start looking for pieces that match it. And a good follow-up episode for this would probably be like a capsule wardrobe episode Mm -hmm. just because I think that if you had all of your different silhouettes down and then you had it in one of the pattern or one of the colors, then that really could be like the basis for every outfit. Same thing with home decor, you know, is your home would be decorated if you just picked out all the silhouettes that you liked and you could find it in every single, you know, in the color that you like or the pattern that you like. I like Emily Henderson. I need to check that out. Her friend, I follow him on Snapchat. He was on her her HGTV show, I want to say. Okay, his name is... Okay, his name is Orlando... Oh, or, um, Orlando, I think. The, the home edit just went and visited him not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's Orlando Soria, and he is so funny. He So his, like, thing is his little, this is his, his bio, is I'm a human man who lives inside your phone and talks to you. And I like talking, all I like talking about is guys shopping in the mall. He is so funny <laughs> and he is hilarious. Like, I feel like he's my little like gay best friend in my phone. <laughs> and pretty much like when the home edit went and visited him, they're like, we're forcing you to be our best friend. Um, we might murder you. You don't know yet. Yeah, that's our, okay, so definitely some people that you should follow on Instagram. <laughs> Mr. Orlando Soria, and he calls his mom Ormondo, or Momdo, yes. <laughs> and his dad yeah. is Orlando. <laughs> I loved that one, because I was like, how is he going to do this? Yeah. Orlando, I can't even say it. I think I'll it's Orlando, it Orlando, I think it's how he says his name, but I don't know, it could be Orlando, and he's just messing with us, I'm unsure. <laughs> and then I like... Oh, Joy, who she did a mm-hmm. design line for Target. She's so pretty, and her daughters are the cutest little girls in the world. I love her. And then Emily Henderson and the mm-hmm. Home Edit. I think those are my main, like, interior people to follow. Yeah. Um, the only one I would add for me is Erin at Cotton Stem. And because she's, she's also very much my style icon, she dresses 
and her house is very similar to the Joanna Gaines feel, where it's very comfortable, but very put together. Okay, gotcha. I, I don't know if I have any other people, and I don't really have, like, fashion people to follow that I love, besides Sarah Vickers, but yeah. I, and I follow people, and they're not necessarily my style, but I just think that the they're very much their own style. Exactly. And And that, to me, is the biggest thing, because I've said it before in here, and I'm sure I will say it probably like a thousand more times, is when I walk into someone's house, I want to know who they are. You know, I don't want to see a cookie-cutter house. And that's why there's a lot of people I follow on Instagram where I'm like, I would never do that in a room, but I know it's them. And that's, I love that more than anything in the world. I agree with that. Just following, you know, your personal style. And that's all I have for my advice on finding your personal style. We'll do other episodes like a pattern mixing episode or a capsule wardrobe episode. But really, I think that if you do all of those steps and you pay attention to colors, patterns and textures and silhouettes, that 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 is the key to finding things that define you and are you and look what you already have and wear and love and buy more of that. Um, I have just one more, well, almost homework, if you guys want to take it on. It's not like I'm going to grade it. But if you, you know, are kind of stuck with, you know, we don't know what your home decor style is, then go into your favorite room in your house and just sit in it. And um, write down why you love it, how you feel in it, um, and then your, what your favorite pieces of furniture and your favorite accessories are in the room. And then figure out what those things have in common and you'll have a roadmap for the rest of your house. That's a great idea. And I mean, even just if you want to join our Millennial Homemakers Facebook group, I know we plug it all the time, but that's because it's awesome. And we love Mm -hmm. talking and connecting with y'all off the air. So you could post pictures of your favorite room and say, tell me what my favorite style is. And you can get all of us to chime in. That would be a fun (laughs) thread. I should start that thread. Or like, let's do that everyone. Yeah, as soon as this air, we'll do it. Yeah. Basically for this episode, I hope that you take away that defining your personal style doesn't mean starting from scratch. It means looking at what you already have, like Jackie said, and really defining and refining what you're already doing. And then Mm -hmm. only buying pieces that align with that. Because once you start being picky and not just going with trends, you're really gonna start to be your own person and other people notice. And you know what? If you don't give a flip about your personal style, that's okay too. Yeah, you You don't have to have one. No, you do not have to have one. If you're not Maybe interested that is in your that, style. But I don't honestly, I don't know why you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> and if you really true. don't care because everything that we have that we talk about does have it a lot to do with this. And it could be, like I said, it could be athletic. It could be mm-hmm. athleisure. It doesn't have to be the same thing as me or Jackie or anyone else. But And it goes are, back to I don't want it to be either because I right. want I yeah. want everyone to be their own person and everything you do and everything you buy to just tell me a little bit more about yourself exactly. without you even trying. Exactly. Okay. I think that's a good stopping point yeah. for that. I think so too. Now we can start chit chat. And we need to have like a little intro music for the chit chat. Maybe I'll come oh, up with that. Yeah, but do you remember how hard it was to find an intro music for No, I was going to like use our, we still have like 
stuff from that song that oh, we cut for the that's intro. That's true. Okay. Okay, Makes so I will I will give a little BTS behind the scenes. Is it's funny because when we record, I can see my like it has Jacqueline and Jackie and I can see my like wavelengths for how much I'm talking and then Jackie's and I always get so self-conscious because mine's <laughs> usually like way louder and more than Jackie's because I talk so much and but that's like our relationship <laughs> is I know oh and so there are some topics that like I get really excited yeah. about and then I'm like oh gosh I've been talking and so much which usually it's a lot less than you but I'm just like self-conscious when I feel like I'm talking too much. I will say that it's gotten better since we've, you know, it's moved on. But yeah. Yeah. But my, like, mine at the beginning of the episode was so heavy. I was like, oh, no. I got to let Jackie talk. <laughs> I'm so loud. Um, okay. So what is going on in your week this week, Jack? Um, my week is kind of boring. Um, this Is Us is back. And I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Don't but... spoil it. I haven't watched it yet. I might I'm watch just, it as soon as we get off this, actually, um, with Jordan and then Vikings. Guys, okay, I was going to say, aren't yeah. you guys watching Vikings? Um, yeah. I now want to go rewatch the entire first season. Stop. Because, oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry just thinking Well, about just it. because it's been so long since I watched it. Did and you so see I that? Did you see up. that Mandy, Mandy Moore got engaged in real life? No. What? Yeah. Uh, I, didn't even, I thought she was married, but I guess I not anymore. So I guess not. <laughs> Oops. Um... But, yeah, if you watch This Is Us um, and you have not seen this, well, okay, this is the first episode. By the time this airs, it'll be the second episode. But it'll probably the same thing will apply is make sure you have Kleenex nearby. Oh, my god, That's all I'm going to say. Okay, I won't get into celebrity gossip because I don't really like celebrities. But I will say that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle... I don't even know if that's how you say her name. I have no made idea. Made their first like public appearance together, and they were holding hands, and that apparently is like a big faux pas because like if you see like William and Kate, they don't do PDA, and that you're not supposed to do that kind of PDA. Um, but when has Prince Harry ever done anything he's supposed to? Yeah, true. Nudity in Vegas. Didn't he have like naked pictures or something in like a pool um, in Vegas? That's all I remember. Probably. I don't know. Anyway, so, I like the royal family. That's like the only thing I'm really into. Me so, too. I wrote a paper on them once. I love them. <laughs> like Any, a 20 page oh, paper. Speaking of style icons, why didn't I bring up Kate Middleton? Duh. Uh, Perfect. I Obsessed with her. She, and Princess it, Diana. Yeah. She was yes, beautiful I mean, too. look at your engagement ring. Seriously, look at my engagement ring. Even though mine is technically older than the ring that. Kate Middleton wears, but that's another story for another day. Hers was made in the eighties, mine was made in nineteen ten, so um yours is much better. Got her beat well not really, but it's <laughs> um it's older. Well, yeah. Hers that's is like three times super the expensive. <laughs> and I don't understand how hers is so many more carrots than mine. I'm just thinking that it's a lot like fatter. Mine's it's a very like thin stone, but it's really not that much bigger, like the table isn't that much bigger. Um Anyway, oh, no. we should okay. just invite her over so you guys can compare rings. I'm we'll sure that's tea, okay, tea, right? Tea, <laughs> Catherine. Okay, so <laughs> I have a weird story. So uh, June got puppy shots, and I'm sure people who watch me on Instagram are like, June always has issues. My pets, it's just my life right now. That's the season I'm in. <laughs> um, but June got puppy shots, and she had a mildly poor reaction to one of her vaccines. And I, like, didn't realize that there was such a strong anti-vax population in even the dog world. 
I didn't either. That's so I knew there was like people anti-vaxxers, but anyway, so that was kind of weird because like people were telling me not to get her this vaccine, but it's called Lepto and she's a French bulldog and like people are like, oh, Frenchies have a really bad reaction, but our vet told us that she gives it to her Frenchies and that if we lived like in a city, then it wouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But since we live on a mountain with a lot of wildlife, that if we took her on a walk and she were to come in contact with any animal urine and puddles or anything like that, that and she eats random stuff like all the time. So, but she could contract it from that. And you could actually give it to people too. So oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And it's, it's fatal in dogs. I don't know about people, but like they can treat any symptom from the vaccine they can't mm-hmm. treat anything with the disease. So, like, So it's obviously better to get the yeah, vaccine. obviously. Yeah. So, and she, like, you know, had a little reaction. I think she was just very, very sore. Um, I took her back to the vet, and the vet gave her, gave her pain medicine, and she seems fine now. So. Good. Poor baby. I know. I was so sad. I was, like, crying. Like, I should have given her this vaccine. And I was like, what's wrong with you, Jacqueline? Like, get it together. What am I going to do with kids? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I took, uh, we took Stella to the vet on Saturday, too, for her annual checkup and all of her shots. And I learned she does not like puppies. <laughs> like, she doesn't like dogs smaller than her. I there was. I- I just screenshotted our wavelengths, and I'm going to post it in our Facebook oh, okay. group that showed me But there's this cute little eight-week-old puppy there, and Aww. Stella was petrified. She, like, tried to, like, run onto the other side of, like, the waiting room. Like, can't do did that. Did you get that thing that I tagged you in about pit bulls? Did you? Did I? I don't know. I don't think you responded to it. Let me look. It was really funny. When did you do this? And where? I sent it to you. It was like a dog's being basic thing. Oh, I feel like you did. Was it like late at night? Because I tend to not actually remember when I respond. I don't know. Oh, here it was. It says this pit bull is very popular with the chicks. And it was like a pit bull and had all these chickens oh, yeah. on it. I remember that. No, it's early in the morning. Anyway. Oh, same thing. Also when I thought it was Wednesday and not Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think that's I'm getting funny. it called. I'm like, uh, well, off you shouldn't. You shouldn't get a puppy then, I guess. Um, which I wasn't planning on it, and I'm pretty sure Drew would, like, kick me out of the house if I was like, let's get another dog. Yeah, that's probably true. He probably would. Although he loved this little eight-week-old puppy, it loved us. Poor Stella. It would not leave us alone. It untied my shoes multiple times. (gasps) That's so sweet. When it's not yours, it's cute. I know, exactly. If I was dealing with that all day, every day, I'd be like, no, can't handle this. I, I don't know if I have anything else going on. I had some paint events that went well. Still painting and wine teaching. And then that's about it. Just oh. uh, spent all day doing podcast things and designing some new jewelry, which I can't wait to launch. Um, I can't wait for you to launch that either. It's going to be it's gonna be real good, y'all. Real good. Um, I also, this week, remembered I actually have a blog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About so, that. Um, so as of the time that we're recording this, my first new post will go live tomorrow, which means by the time you hear this, it'll be my second post will be live tomorrow. And I'm starting with, I threw myself a, a softball 
um, to get me back into blogging since I do it for a living now. I don't want to come home and blog slash I'm just always really terrible well, you, at you it. you blog for the, another company. You're not like right. doing your own not, blog for a living. Exactly. Because I'd really be failing miserably at that. Um, but so the first two posts that are going to be up are, if you remember way back in season one, Jacqueline and I answered some interior design questions and I just expanded a little more of those and like a little two-part post um, to get back into the habit and I have some things planned um, for the next couple months so fingers crossed I actually remember to do it well and now that you're talking about it you got to do it I know it's accountability Um, Um, it's alexanderabode.com yeah alexanderabode.com check it out remind me tomorrow when it goes live and I'll read it I don't know if I'll remember on my own. I'm bad at that. I mean, that's acceptable. I'm probably going to Instagram it anyway. You should. Um, I have a injury that I acquired this week. I told y'all that I was doing that campaign with Almond Breeze, which I still have to do, but <laughs> for their almond milk. But I was testing the consistency of the smoothie bowl that I was going to make for the post, and mm-hmm. I was peeling a kiwi so I could like lay kiwis on top, and I accidentally peeled the tip of my finger off, so... Never a good idea. It really hurt. I've done that a few times. And yeah. then I opened it this morning when I was washing my hair with oh. the shampoo. It was real oh. unfortunate. So now it's bandaged yes, up. But at least yes, it's on my yes. left hand. But I feel like I use my left hand a lot more than I think I do. So I know. I always do that. I, a couple weeks ago, burnt my thumb. What did I burn my thumb on? It was something weird. I can't remember. It'll probably come at, uh, I'll remember at like 2 o'clock in the morning. But You can just but Instagram it was, message me. It. I will. Um. But, like, it was, like, right on, like, my knuckle, but, like, on the inside, like, the joint. And every time I, like, bent my thumb, it hurt, and I didn't realize how much I bent my thumb. That sucks. That's all I have talked about. That's Um, all I have. It's been a boring week. I've just been getting back into the groove. Oh, we had friends come to visit. That was so fun. Um, I'll share some more pictures that Leah took of us. And so cute. What Jordan posted so far. Yes. Jordan kind of made us accidentally go on almost a three-hour hike, so I'm, like, Still kind of sore from that. It was supposed to be 20 minutes. It turned into three hours. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. He has more energy than most people. Oh, I will say one quick little story, even though we're like almost way <laughs> over time. But when we were on the hike, we, you know, it was like we had beautiful falls. And um, there was a couple that had, it was set up for a proposal to happen. and there was pictures of them like hung around the tree so then we were hiking back we were like that's them right they were like walking Uh down and we like recognized them from the pictures and I was like they're about to get engaged and we were like okay (laughs) and the guy was like hey like he was so nervous (laughs) um you know we didn't say like oh are you about to get engaged (laughs) Um, anyway so then whatever we got you know after we finally made it home we Mm -hmm. showered all like showered so it was like four and we only have one bathroom so it was like four different showers and then so it was like a few like hours in between the hike and then when we finally went out for lunch and I just chose a random restaurant uh Tony's which is an Italian place on the river in the bluff view art district Jackie if you remember that okay kind of and buy that coffee shop Rembrandt's to be take you there anyways yes. so and we had like been shopping and got Oh, no, we hadn't gotten ice cream yet. No, that was after. Anyway, so it had been a few hours, essentially, is what I'm saying. And then at the end of our dinner, there was, like, they were setting up for this big party. And then this person came in with, like, a cake. And I was like, oh, how hilarious would that be if it was the couple that we just saw, like, 
almost get or we saw like right before they got engaged we didn't technically see them get engaged but whatever and it was oh my god what are the chances i know how is that small no chattanooga is not that small and it had been several hours between oh my god that's crazy (laughs) so then they like walk in and they're like taking and it was we recognized the like photographer before the couple came but when they started setting up and they like brought this cake and i think it and i couldn't even read that it said engage i just knew it was like not a birthday cake looking yeah like an anniversary or something anyway pretty funny so So we like crashed their engagement but not really and then we cat crashed their (laughs) party after but not really and we didn't say hi because i felt like embarrassed and i didn't know what to say like hey we're creepy and we've seen you all day like yeah we knew you were gonna get engaged before she knew (laughs) i know i know it was really cute and like they looked so happy and it was fun and then leah and i were like reliving her after they got engaged party and how tyler like invited all of her friends but totally forgot about me so i was the first person that she called because she didn't have to call anybody else because tyler was like they're all waiting at the house and then she was like well who'd you invite to make sure that he didn't miss anyone and she was like yeah and i called you and you were there like within a half an hour and i lived across town at the time and she was like yeah and you like looked better than everyone who had like all this notice (laughs) and i was like i probably not surprised probably just threw something on that was on my floor but okay (laughs) so that goes more into personal style if you have all your wardrobe that looks good i did work at the boutique at the time so i did have like extra yeah anyway (laughs) okay ended that story but yeah um, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week, so we can't tease anything. <laughs> yeah, nope. We haven't gotten that far. You guys have given us some great ideas and some great suggestions, so we'll probably pull from one, yes, one of those. Yes, we should pull from one of those. And I hope that you join next week. Thank you for listening to us. If you want to follow along with us, follow us at the Millennial Homemakers on Instagram. And you can follow Jackie at JVAlexander16 on Instagram. You can follow me at Jacqueline Humble on Instagram. And you should definitely be joining our Facebook community called The Millennial Homemakers on Facebook. We accept everyone who, like, applies. And basically. usually in, like, like, sometimes I, like, wait and, like, look at the name for a couple minutes because I don't want to look like I accepted it. <laughs> I know because like I get the notification on my phone I'm like it's like oh like Mary Kate like asked to join the millennial homemakers I'm like oh so exciting and then I go there I'm like zero minutes ago um how long is an acceptable time to wait so if you're like approved freakishly freakishly fast just roll with it just we're go just with really it excited, guys <laughs> yeah we're just like overly excited anyway okay join us next week bye y'all bye guys <laughs>